I'm Alana Rocha with a brief look at the latest news in Texas politics and policy from the Texas Tribune. As Holy Week gets underway, one of the busiest shopping seasons on the border, retailers and other businesses are fretting about how hours-long wait times to cross the Rio Grande will impact them. The cause for concern stems from the fact that federal officials diverted hundreds of agents from international bridges to help with the surge of migrants who cross to seek asylum. The Tribune's Border Bureau chief, Julian Aguilar, reports that the reassignments have caused massive delays at international bridges for pedestrian, vehicular, and cargo traffic in recent weeks. The head of the El Paso Chamber of Commerce said international travelers, most from Ciudad Juarez or Chihuahua City, will still likely brave the long lines, but they might decide that shopping is less of a priority than visiting family. Democratic presidential hopeful Julian Castro raised $1.1 million in the first three months of this year. The hall puts him behind rivals who have chosen to announce their numbers ahead of a Monday deadline. But the campaign for the former San Antonio mayor and U.S. Housing Secretary says his fundraising has been on the upswing in recent weeks. The state Supreme Court says Texas can hide the identity of its execution drug supplier. In its Friday ruling, the court said the Texas Department of Criminal Justice can withhold the name of the compounding pharmacy that provided doses of the lethal drug used in Texas executions in 2014. It's not known if the 2014 supplier is the same pharmacy that most recently sold doses to TDCJ last June. For years, the states fought to keep the supplier's name secret, arguing that revealing the identity could endanger not only the pharmacy, but the existence of the death penalty nationwide. Today is the day Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick could abandon Senate tradition and use the nuclear option to bring the chamber's property tax proposal to the floor with a simple majority instead of the three-fifths vote typically required. Needing 19 votes to bring the measure to the floor and having, he says, 18 of 19 Republican votes, Patrick's had to watch the bill stall for more than two months. Friday, he said if a deal did not materialize over the weekend, he'd exercise that option. Senate Bill 2 would require cities, counties, and school districts to seek voter approval for any tax levy increases of more than 2.5% in a given year, not including new growth. This is the first session since a 17-year-old junior at Santa Fe High School near Houston killed 10 people and injured 13 more. In the latest episode of our mini-documentary series, Under the Dome, we explore the bills lawmakers are considering to make students and teachers feel safe again. No student should be afraid to go to school. Texas must act now to make our schools safer. It really is a fear. Mm-hmm. Like, whether it's, like, noticeable or not, like, we're all afraid to go to school. We've been hearing about shootings for, honestly, as long as I can remember going to school. Right? Like, when I hear about another school shooting, I'm, it hurts, but I'm not shocked. Which is terrible. It's terrible, but that's the reality. If kids aren't safe, it's hard to get them educated. And if they don't feel safe, it's hard to really concentrate on their studies. The best thing we can do is uh, prevent. That really starts with mental health intervention counseling. Watch the full episode now at texastribune.org. I'm Alana Rocha with the Texas Tribune. You've been briefed. The brief is sponsored by Visit Fort Worth. Join Visit Fort Worth and the Texas Music Office on April 26th for Texas Sounds and Cities, a one-day conference about how to keep the Texas music scene thriving. 
Register now at texassoundandcities.com.